The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> 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 so this is the Home Man's Chronicles, and I'm Sarah. <laughs> and I'm Nicole. And we've already been off to a rough start. A little, you, know, you like what I did there? Because we have oh, a sex educator me. on the show today. Uh, trying to find ways to use puns. I'm not very punny, though. Um, uh, rough. Anyway. That reminds me to go excited. get my wax. Huh? That reminds me to go get my wax. It's a rough start to 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for this ride with a sex educator, certified cum dumpster. I'm pretty sure certified went in front of sex educator. Oh, certified sex educator. Hey, you know what? Certified cum dumpster. I've got a plaque. I've got a trophy to prove it. (laughs) Uh, You also referred to yourself as hole on legs and we're also a former escort. So welcome, Tim Lagman. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole and Sarah. Thank you for having a fellow whole onto your humble <laughs> little show. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Thanks We're for joining welcoming. us today. We're very welcoming of the extra holes. Yeah. So, we appreciate them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're a curious merrier, bunch. Right? Yep. Holier. Holier. Oh. Yeah. The holier, the better. <laughs> So Tim, there you go. You're, yeah, you okay. are you are actually currently still recovering from Verona, if you will. Truly, mm-hmm. <laughs> Miss Rona is homophobic as fuck. I am pissed. <laughs> I have not had dick in over a week, and I am horny as hell. Ugh, she's a vicious beast, that mm-hmm. Rona. She's really stuck it to you. Honestly, I was like, I'm missing out on so much dick and so much like you know orgasms because of this fucking pandemic i've always said from the very beginning that this pandemic is queer phobic specifically because it targeted me i'm the main character okay okay just making sure i was following along here oh wait you're telling me the world doesn't revolve around me uh, uh, this is literally, literally the first time I had it. Uh, I'm vaxxed. I'm boosted. I still got it. I spent New Year's Day in quarantine. Can you believe that? <gasps> Ugh. Ugh, I know. Whatever. He emailed me on New Year's Day and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. What up? Well, you, but he was well, also taking care of business still. I mean, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, the girl's got to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tim still is a certified sex educator, so I guess we could start with the professional side of things and just let it slide <laughs> naturally into decline as we always do. How did you become, how did you manage such an awesome career? Um, oh, God. All right. So as you mentioned before in the intro, a former <laughs> escort. Um, yes. Yeah. So let's start there. Okay, uh, we'll go I, to, we'll, yeah. Yeah. Let's take a rewind a little bit down memory lane. Um, So I started off as an escort and I literally like just fell into the whole career thing. I had a pimp. Okay. Her her name is Ashley. And yeah. What's up? Okay. So you were legitimate. Like you were doing these transactions, but it was like street transactions. Were you like involved in magazines? (laughs) Were you involved in it? Like how... How how that, were, are we talking? Were you like? Did you, is you that said you had a pimp? Though? Like, I don't think so. No, 
Pretty sure it's not. I'm just no. curious. Like, did you had an ad agency, or did you were were you like, did Ashley like, where's my fucking money? You know what I mean? <laughs> so honestly, it was kind of like that. But she was very kind and gave me total agency over all of the clients that I picked. So how I met her was, um, I don't want to get in trouble. So let's just say I was working at a retail store that rhymes with FAP, the FAP. Mm-hmm. Um, there yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, together with Tomato Republic and <laughs> new Navy. Um, so uh, I was working and, at and new Navy. new Navy. There we go. Inside. Exactly. So <laughs> I was working. <laughs> I was working at the fab and uh, I was working inventory and it was just me and this one other girl and uh, it's late at night it's like 11 o'clock we're closing up and we're two good looking people young in our early 20s and one conversation leads to another one it's just the two hot people alone in the store and I find out that she's a pimp and she only does this retail thing uh, to moonlight because she wanted to quote unquote feel normal so okay, wait yeah so you're just like casually working your shitty retail job and this person you've been working He's with for a number khakis. of oh, yeah, yeah like a person you've been working with for a number of months thinking she was just like a normal everyday co-worker is in yep. fact a fucking pimp and she's yep. moonlighting as a goddamn yep. retail person to what <laughs> feel like shit so that she feels better about treating other people like that like i'm not saying she did i'm just in my head making a story now but like no she just legitimately wanted a real feels normal too. yeah i love like that. it I yeah. yeah um, uh, my dirty little secret is I work at the Gap on the weekends. Sorry, Pam, can't make it. <laughs> like what the Sorry, fuck? Pam. I'm loving Sorry, Pam, can't do it. So, Sorry, Pam, um... can't make it. <laughs> Me and the boys so... had a little thing going on this weekend. <laughs> there, there, that was better. Just a little staff party. Um, <laughs> that's a quote for orgy. Um... <laughs> Only if you're in the streets, though. Only the streets. Listen, yeah. I was high priced. I was never in the streets, baby. No, um, all right. Sorry, keep putting you off. That's all right. So, um, uh, I met her, and then uh, one thing leads to another. We're at a bar, and I end up in her apartment where you know, two hot people, you're both drunk. What's gonna happen? You're gonna fuck each other. And then I see her reach for her purse from under her bed, and she hands out a couple hundred dollar bills, and she's like, I want you to start Monday. And I'm like, Oh um okay i i i guess this is how it's gonna go so um as i was working at the fap i was uh doing the escorting thing meeting with like the highest earning citizens of the city there were like you know ceos and vice presidents and politicians and da, 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 all that stuff like i had to sign ndas and everything Ugh, whatever uh so <laughs> I have um, a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm raising my hand now. Yes. Um, did your relationship with your pimp change at the gap? What do you mean by relationship change? Like, uh, what, was it just weird because we had sex? No. No, was it weird because she was uh, your pimp? But like, oh, no. So like, did you feel like you had to listen to her at work like you do at no, 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 because it's like I have this weird thing where I can like dissociate or compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was Mm -hmm. like, if we're at the gap, we're at the gap, and we're for client to employee and escort and whatever, then I can be in that mindset. So uh, off hours, like if we're not doing our job, 
then we're like, okay, this is our relationship now, and this is how we're going to treat it. So that was fine. Uh, so anyways, I was doing that for 2012 to 2016. Uh, and then I had to like retire out of escorting because I was just like, there's too much on my plate. I was in school. I had a, a part-time job at a bank. I had internships at uh, record labels because I was in the music business. I know honestly like insane and but i just want to know that's so much context switching in one day <laughs> yeah like i know was like your, that was that your like brain yeah like no the so uh so from the gap i was doing like uh i was at uh doing retail for like a year and then in 2013 is when i started to go back to school so at that point i had like school and escorting but at my third and final year of college I had school escorting a part-time job and internships so I was like holy fucking shit that's a lot to like handle so I was like what can I control that I need to like phase out because like I was feeling the burnout like you know every everyone has a shelf life at that point I'm like all right I really gotta like say goodbye to escorting because I'm traveling between cities from school and uh, work and clients and all that kind of nonsense so as I said goodbye to my last client I decided to take a vacation to New York to see one of my gals and we were at a Starbucks and out of nowhere, what half, what was supposed to be just like a regular conversation, she was like, hey, Tim, you're gay. What do you know about anal? And I'm like, um, that's both homophobic and not homophobic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, and I was going to say, do you, do you, I guess, label yourself as gay? Because you just mentioned having sex with a woman. So is that what you go by? Like, I'm uh, on the Kinsey scale of being like one being like super straight to six being super gay. I'm like at a 5.9. Okay. You know what I mean? Just enough alcohol. And just enough play. alcohol. Because like, listen, I if I had the choice to be attracted to women, I would take that in a heartbeat who is attracted to men men are gross and disgusting we're so ugh. like have you seen a penis it is so aggressive looking <laughs> this is the kindest penis i have like richard the giant penis behind me is the nicest penis i've ever seen he's in my talking life talking about his giant stuffed animal penis <laughs> it's like four feet tall <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally a body pillow so <laughs> yep <laughs> so um yeah so uh, i'm just silently cackling over here about your <laughs> <laughs> my whole my entire career <laughs> no about your gayness my gayness i love and hate it i love and hate my gayness truly um so uh where was that yeah so she was like you're gay you know what do you know about anal and i was like okay i guess this is where this conversation is heading uh because she wanted to have anal with her boyfriend so what started out as that one question turned into like this entire lecture and i kind of just like fell in love with the whole like talking about sex in such a like semi-academic way and like giving advice that's like practical so then I was like hmm not really a big fan of finance not really a big fan of the music business anymore I was an escort for four years and I have some knowledge of business what can I do to make this like a career so I was searching up like sex therapist 
I can barely handle my own emotional baggage. Thank you, sex <laughs> counselor. What did you uh, go? You went to school for music, though, right? Is music that- business. Music business. Yes. I mean, I do play some music. Uh, and that was like a weird thing that some clients asked me to do. But hey, it's your money. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, so many questions about right? awkward client situations you can we vaguely will, speak about. <laughs> we will talk about it. Um, so I was like, sex therapist, no, sex counselor. Eh. So then I saw the title of sex educator. I was like, you know what? I like that. I can just like teach. I can coach. I can do public speaking type of situations. And then I went to see like where I can get some credentials and be like certified and, you know, jump forward to 2021 and boom, sex educator certified. I got a podcast, a website and an advice column, a blog, you name it. And here we are talking about my hole on (laughs) your show. You know what though? I... I think it's awesome that you are able to just own it and put it out there. Personally, I like to talk about sex a lot from a standpoint of just being able to learn more in general, but also learn about myself. And I like, I'll never turn down a conversation to talk about it. And I am like so rare. So many people I feel like don't uh, feel comfortable and so the fact that you're just like, this is, this makes sense to me. This is what I'm going to do. And you've like taken it to another level is amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's not like a one-time thing that kind of just like switch. I guess it's like this exposure to, you know, <laughs> me being a big hole, always having sex all the time. <laughs> um <laughs> being surrounded by fellow hoes right like uh my circle of friends are sex workers they're strippers they're escorts um only fans creators um it just became like part of who i am and it's just my life and it, this is normal to me like honestly i talk about fisting the way people talk about weather yeah i mean <laughs> bedside manner is sometimes a thing but <laughs> <laughs> If you're in the right, if you know how to read a room, I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's your fault that you came into a Bukaki conversation without (laughs) the equipment. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just sorry. (laughs) We're literally wearing our leather harnesses. You're in the splash zone, bitch. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) We have heard the good news, uh, Elder Price. Okay. We have heard the good news and it's in my mouth. Thank you. Okay, so you you kind of like took your experience and then created a job out of it. And I think that's really cool. And I love the fact that you were like, what can I do? Like you still had the resources and the wherewithal, like the industry didn't just completely wear you down. You still had enough fight in you to figure out what you want to do. And you weren't just like forced into something, which is great. It's good stuff. I mean, you know, with the help of therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in therapy. Bless my therapist's heart. Yeah. everybody should exercise the right to get into therapy there's nothing wrong with it at all Fully agree fully we should talk about therapy like fisting casually listen therapy (laughs) is like escorting in the sense that i am ejaculating my emotions (laughs) right i'm paying someone to carry my face to take it in the face as you will right (laughs) 
So this is uh, my wheelhouse. Therapy of, and escorting. Speaking of your wheelhouse, I am just okay. I'm sure you've had this question a thousand times over, but I'm so curious about your escorting life and like your crazy encounters and the wildest shit it. that you've ever had to do. So like, what's the weirdest thing somebody's ever asked you to stick in their butthole? Let's just go there. Hmm. Weirdest thing that someone has asked me to stick in their butthole was a live animal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm choking on spit because yeah. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. <coughs> a live animal. Because they immediately like, went to nope. hamster. Yep. Okay. Uh, gerbil. No. Oh. You, just, yeah. you said no. Yeah, I was like, nope, can't. Like, you know, I do have, like, my hard limits. Like, <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, you're going to pay me for your time, but goddamn, this is not something I can condone. This is not something I can, like... Ugh. No, it's, there's a just... mental instability with... Mm-hmm. Along with harming other animals. animals. Yeah. Oh. This one lady asked me to impregnate her, and I'm like, um... What? <laughs> can you sign this form really quickly that releases me of any liability from yeah. this point forward <laughs> yeah i'm like no i'm not gonna do that uh, not for the rate that we negotiated well no. is this, are you wanting me to impregnate you with this mine or somebody else's i mean that's right you know <laughs> i could somebody else like, fine I could, because I, I have got like thousands of guys that I can like hit up and be like, go. Let me do get it. a load. Sicker. Let me get a load. Sick them, you know, <laughs> milk it. Sick, sick like her. a turkey baster. <laughs> 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 no, but okay. um, yeah, that's one of the weirdest things. A live animal. I've had someone ask me to, uh, while I was shaving them, because they had like a shaving kink, he asked me to stick the razor in. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that either uh let's see razor in razor side first yeah like the gillette thing yeah (laughs) let's see what else uh food that's not really weird food because people like at this point that's our second mouth right um (laughs) did anybody ever ask you to put food in and then eat it out um yes and I did. <laughs> I feel like anything that you can come up with, Sarah, he's gonna have some type of experience or adjacent experience. And yes. along with it. So um <laughs> I, I don't think li- you're gonna stump him. <laughs> listeners no, not, not. uh can't see this, but I am drinking wine with frozen grapes, and this is actually gonna lead into that question because some guy asked me to shit in his mouth, and I was like, I I can't really shit on demand. So the closest thing that we could negotiate to was me putting grapes up my asshole and just like pooping it right into his mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, this is, this, this is just weird. This, I, 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 there's so got to be some way. There's got to be some way that I can like make this better for myself. So as I popped a squat over his mouth while he's lying down on the floor, pushing out the grapes, I went pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> just i just needed to make it tolerable and he's like can you not make that noise i was like nope i have you're to. doing it out loud <laughs> i have to i need no. to no sir because, i'm gonna have to keep doing this <laughs> yeah it's the only way this is gonna happen so i'll give you 10 percent off <laughs> <laughs> can i ask a uh less I guess sexual question. How dare you? How dare you? 
That's an insulting Who are we are in the middle. <laughs> Ask more sexual questions. <laughs> but yeah, what's that? Well, because you mentioned like a lot of your clients being powerful people. And did you, I mean, was there some sort of trend or something that you could pick up on of traits of these people that all kind of strung together? Like after you've been doing it for a while where you're like, oh, this guy is a CEO. He's going to be this type of a kink or something. Um, they do love uh, some sort of relinquishment of power because they are in so much power all the time. Um, now how that looks varies between clients. Um, so here's a common I misconception, to that. <laughs> <laughs> right? The common misconception is that escorting is sex all the time. I would say the ratio between sex to non-sexual uh, services was about like 60, 40, like 60 non-sexual, 40 sexual. Um, like I had a client and she just wanted someone to hold she or like someone to hold her right yeah she just wanted like someone to listen to her rant about her grandkids never calling her and I'm like all right I can listen I can fake it I'm an Oscar winner right now um I feel like sex some like most sex workers are probably the the best actors actresses on the fucking planet and never get recognized for it I acted straight weird I acted straight for 21 years, so. There's that too. There we are. <laughs> there's my, there's my acting credit right there. Thank you, SAG Awards. Um, <laughs> so, uh, when it comes to people who are like high up the corporate chain, I did notice that they have some need to like relinquish power or just some sort of companionship. Because a lot of them, you know, it's lonely at the top when you're like powerful and like you have a lot of enemies. So they really just need to feel wanted and feel connected in some way. And I'm like, whether that's me listening to you rant or if you want me to eat your ass for the hour. Sure. (laughs) Let's do it. This is called self-care and it's all about you. (laughs) Self-care. Exactly. Which is why you need to support sex workers. Hey. (laughs) In a safe way, please. Mm -hmm. In a safe manner, please. Yeah. Seriously, COVID is sex worker phobic. I don't know, but I feel like that's a whole different conversation Mm. for sex workers and COVID, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it ultimately helped them. When. Sorry, I'm like deep throating my grape right now. No, it's okay. It was really actually entertaining. <laughs> and no, I ironically, was say, go ahead. I feel like as an alpha female, that I also, when I am with a guy, am like, I don't want to make all the decisions. I don't want to wear this hat all the time. Like, I want a guy who's going to come in and take the lead so I can have a break. Like, so that's why I said I relate to that understanding. Because mm-hmm. you can't be but on all the time, right? Right. It right, drains your batteries. Yeah. <laughs> tired. Sometimes the yeah, bitch just wants tired. a face to sit on. <laughs> but instead of sitting on it, I just want to lay down. Why lay do down. I have to sit? Just let oh it my down. god! The amount of clients I had who whose favorite position is just starfish. Yes. <laughs> I'm like hard relate, hard relate. Uh-huh. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Exactly. And I'm, when I'm paying for it, oh, I'm okay. And I'm getting paid to just like go down on you for that hour while you starfish. Perfect. Mm. Right. I feel like that's one of the easier jobs you've had in your career. <laughs> hey, listen, it's called a blow job for a reason. Mm-hmm. Girl had to get her jaw exercised. Come on. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's your sound bite for the episode. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've had a, a, a spectrum of clientele, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so your clientele was both men and women. That's correct. How? Wh- who was your oldest? Uh. uh a guy entering his 70s. Dang. Mm-hmm. Was he a dirty old yeah. sack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gray pubes just like, oh, daddy, give me that inheritance money. Ooh. Oh, how big is your 401k? <laughs> I mean, he did end up being a sugar daddy. He did end up being my sugar daddy, which is nice. You know, he paid for a couple vacations and he paid for part of my tuition, which was great. Uh, I don't know where he is now. I think he's dead by this time. I don't know how old he is, but hey, at least we had some great times together. I know age happens. That's a weird thing. Yeah, Um, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's fine. Uh, So he was in his 70s and uh, I think he had like great grandkids at that point i'm not even oh, sure yeah probably could yeah. you imagine probably. like finding out great grandpa was all into you know sex workers and all that fun stuff <laughs> he did love leather <laughs> this guy did love leather he did um but you know you me- can create whatever story you want he could be into something kinky and wanted to express it or his Maybe his wife passed away and he didn't know how to date and be in a relationship. I mean, you can kind of like take it in any path you'd like. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't really too into digging and prying into right. their personal life. Just like whatever right. you want to tell me is your business. I'm just here to do my job that you hired me for. And that was putting <laughs> you inside a leather kind of bodysuit. So, hey, let's do it. <laughs> you want to wear this latex? You want me to put yeah. you in this latex suit? That's that all we're it. doing today? Okay. Yeah. Nothing there, wrong with that. Cool. I know. And he had like that weird like World War One mask with like the tube. And he really liked breath play. I guess it brought him back to when he was serving. I don't know. Tell me about bre- breath play. I don't know this one yet. Oh, breath play. So basically it's like when you... Um, uh what's the word when you deplete your brain of oxygen it really heightens Mm -hmm. your senses and you don't necessarily have to use like a paper bag or like you know suffocate yourself you can just like squeeze the arteries where you can find your pulse around your neck uh because a lot of people think that when it comes to breath play it's like cutting off the airway like when you're choking it's really just cutting off oxygen supply not air don't crush the windpipe just like the blood circulation this is really... sex ed guys everybody that's listening right now you're getting a free fucking lesson there you go so <laughs> anyone how to choke listening... yourself out <laughs> anyone listening right now <laughs> uh get your fingers and put it to where you would normally find your pulse in your neck and 
just around the same side of the other side of your neck is where you can find the jugular and the carotid. So you squeeze that. And then just until you start to feel lightheaded, that's kind of like the sweet spot. And don't go for like a full five minutes to like do it in 30 second increments or something. And the reason why that's so pleasurable for a lot of people is that oxygen depletion, that adrenaline rush kind of like heightens up your sensations and your orgasm you start to feel more sensitive everywhere that's kind of like how i got to my nipple gasm and my prostate orgasm just a little uh share treat for all of you listening out there i love this (laughs) thank you for that because i did read you know there's a meme out there and some other people i've read whatever else that like when you're actually doing like choking out don't choke somebody because they until they can't breathe like Make sure yeah. they can fucking breathe. Just- I hired an <laughs> escort and I asked him to choke me and he literally started to crush my windpipe. I'm like, you do not know what you're doing. Oh my God. I needed to teach him. Did you teach him? Did you get, did you get a I discount? <laughs> I was going to say, did you I, have to pay at that point or did you guys zero I out? Mean, I still paid him, but at least we negotiated to a discount. I'm like, you didn't do what I asked you to do, nor did you know how to do it properly. So we're going to go down a couple dollars because... Maybe this is I not feel how like do it. I feel like Tim is not to be fucked with. Like <laughs> Tim presents as like cool, fun, casual, happy guy, but he's not to be fucked he's with. He's about his business. Yes, I mean, and I'm here for it. Listen, I can make you have an orgasm before you take your last breath. I'll I'll kill you with mercy. How about that? <laughs> That's my <husband. laughs> uh, one blood clot that strays too far. <laughs> Done. <laughs> to your aorta. <laughs> People who really want to do these things but have been extremely repressed and didn't know how to approach it before. Like, are you, I guess, while you were an escort, were you also coaching them like along the way? Like, they're like, I want to do this, but I've never done it. And so then you're like teaching them. Uh, like, if a client was to like explore and uh, expand their sexual boundaries you mean mm-hmm. yeah uh i would i would tell them like all right so if this is how you want to do anal then this is the thing that you need to do like proper diet and douching and etc cetera, etc cetera. um but then there are other things where i learn from them too okay. um, this one client was into blood play and i was like mm. I don't really know how to facilitate that safely. So unless you know how to show me or if you know someone else who knows how to do it, I will gladly do it. But I like how you're down for everything, but you have boundaries. This is remarkable. (laughs) I mean, my boundaries... My boundaries are like the edge of the universe. At some point, there is going to be but an they, end to it. But they still <laughs> exist, and that's important. They still exist. They still exist. I mean, like, listen, my boundaries are like, if you wear a red hat with the letters M-A-G-A on it, then maybe I'll be like, mm. <laughs> what am I saying? I don't have boundaries. I fully fucked a guy, and he had Fox News playing on the entire time. I still <laughs> fucked him. <laughs> Yeah, not even kidding. Still, everybody's money is still green. <laughs> I was fucking his dick, not his politics. True. That's what you have to remember. You, went, <laughs> you just went, for, hold on a second. You just went from chewing up grapes from a glass of wine to now a bottle of beer. Yep. You didn't even leave your, how did you, was it prepped? <laughs> a mini fridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Listen, I've been in quarantine. You gotta like. I was gonna say. <laughs> you but you did ready. it so gracefully. Like I, I wasn't didn't even ready. Open anything or bend down at all or anything. It just <laughs> gingerly came in from the side of the screen. <laughs> I didn't want to like ruin the flow of the conversation. <laughs> we will do that ourselves (laughs) (laughs) so now that you're uh, like a sex educator and you're taking all of these experiences and knowledge and everything and trying to uh, explain it to people like what type of situations are you finding yourselves in are you going like, are you having individual clients reach out to you? Are you like doing TED talks? Like, what's how are you educating people? You get paid uh, so, for it. <laughs> so, uh, in the before times, um, that's what I call it. <laughs> the before times, uh, I would be doing um, house calls. So, it, so remember when I talked about like uh, when I was in New York and it was in Starbucks mm-hmm. that kind of like snowballed into word of mouth from her friends to their friends and so on and so on and it just became like house calls and making that known here in Toronto um and then COVID hit so I had to like restructure my entire business model from like house calls because that was not going to happen and it's not sustainable and then I had to like build up an online presence so I was like, all right, website, podcast, uh, advice column, da, 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 all that stuff. And then it kind of just switched to like virtual coaching and doing Zoom webinars uh, and like, you know, writing for people who need, I don't know, like whatever they need. Like if you need, if you need someone to write about bottoming or write about like the gay lifestyle, I'm there for you. And you can pay me through my Venmo and my PayPal and <laughs> through Interact <laughs> eTransfer, however you want. He's like, I got that so cash app, girl. <laughs> yeah. Put all my links in the show notes. <laughs> Catch my link tree in the show notes. <laughs> Tip me, so daddy. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy. I actually did go and check out your stuff just because, you know, a bitch is I gotta stalk somebody before she talks to him. And uh I'm sorry like, for all that garbage you saw. No, I'm just I was like <laughs> super impressed because you do have like every avenue I feel covered when you're like an online that's how you make your money in online presence. Like I was just so impressed by it. And like your link tree's so cute. I don't I need to fix ours, but all my logos have been done by women, by sex workers. Uh, it's that's great. great. My I love that. my uh, website logo is uh, designed by a stripper, which is amazing. I love her. Her name's Rachel. And my podcast episode or my podcast show cover is done by another girl named Rachel from Scotland, who is another sex educator. So we're all here making content, just doing the most, doing the work. Support us. Support Homance. <laughs> support Sex Ed with Tim. Come on, support your fellow hoes. Come through. Okay, so I took um, sex ed, obviously, in in school because you had to. I think we had a fifth grade class, sex ed, and then we had like a, a middle school sex ed class. And then I elected to take another sex ed class in college because I was like, that didn't provide me with the things I need to know about the stuff. And I was 
born of a Catholic household. So that didn't also didn't Same. provide me with the things I needed to know about the stuff. So I took a college course and that woman, like to this day, she still sticks out of my mind as like one of the best educators I've ever had just because she was like you, she was like super fun, made it super interesting. We had a laugh about everything, but at the end of the day, she's like, but seriously, don't let this happen. This could really fuck you up. And it was like, <laughs> oh, oh, you're re- okay. And like, you took it to heart because you were well, able to like joke. But then she was like, when she was serious, you knew yeah. <laughs> it was very important. That's my whole like thing, right? Don't do what I did. I have horror <laughs> stories. As much as I have success stories, I have horror stories. <laughs> oh yeah i can only imagine yeah i once recorded an episode while i was recovering from anal fissures um yeah yeah we had a guest who was was like famous because of his butthole and the fissures oh i was like famous for his fissures how do i monetize that (laughs) well no i mean well his butthole needed to get fixed he had to have surgery on his asshole and so yeah so he actually named a, his book famous anus oh jordan um, yes jordan. Yep. Mm-hmm. i love him we yeah. had him yeah. on the show he's great i love jordan <laughs> oh my god so great so funny. funny see they're all out here and they know each other <laughs> yeah we have yet to have sex so <laughs> but we jordan. know what's about to happen jordan if you listen to this episode hit me up you have my number <laughs> He's pretty too. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty short. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, he he has he has a pretty good pair of BJLs, blowjob lips. Um, oh, that's awesome. DSLs, BJLs. I love this. <laughs> yeah, but like he talks about like how he has so much chronic illnesses. I'm like, I know you're trying to turn us off, but that's turning me on a little bit, Jordan. That means you're weak and I can Listen. take your money. <laughs> I could. I was gonna be like, listen, my feminine energy is trying to take care of you. <laughs> so <laughs> keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, so do but... you I mean, do you have um advice for people who are, I guess, are vanilla in the bedroom? Because I mean, clearly the three of us are totally fine with talking about all this and very open to a lot of different things and everything. But like, if there's somebody listening who I guess would consider themselves a little bit more traditional or vanilla, like what's like a good stepping stone for them to kind of branch out? I mean, there's nothing wrong with vanilla. I like vanilla every now and then, but every now and then I also like to have a little cookies and cream and chocolate. Um, uh, my advice for anyone who wants to branch out into kinkier practices is first of all, do your research uh, because it is not for noobs, <laughs> please. Uh, Where's yeah. the best place to like, you know, you can Google something and then WebMD pops up and it's like, you probably shouldn't do this because it could cause mm. anal fissures. Like, where would yeah. you say if you're not willing to pay for material or, you know, go to find you to help get educated? <laughs> would be the best like uh, free kink resources uh yeah. life f-e-t-l-i-f-e okay. fetlife.com that's one uh there's another one by a couple sex educators uh pop amp and mr christopherson uh their podcast is called what's the safe word w-a-t-t-s safe word uh so that's another good one just oh, a couple of things yeah, it, yeah it's great uh so 
yeah, doing your research. And if you do want to do it in practice, find people who actually know how to do it. Like, you don't want to practice kink with a fellow kink noob. Right. <laughs> recipe for disaster. Yeah, like, listen. That's how a broken dick happens. <laughs> I that's how a broken that dick happens. That's how one things ball. get lost inside your asshole. Like one truly. Ball. <laughs> one ball. Trust me. Yeah. Um, the, those are that's probably like a good stepping stone if you're vanilla and trying to get into kink research and finding the right people. And then don't be afraid to actually ask the questions, right? Mm-hmm. And set your boundaries like you do. Acknowledge yeah. the fact that some things are just not familiar to you and it's okay to say no. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to say no. And also, like, have a proper safe word. Not like me where it's like, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, have a safe word. Like, uh, capitalism is bad. <sighs> or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At my old job, our safe word when we get too far off topic in a meeting was clementine so <laughs> that's cute clementine Time out. Yeah. that's adorable we had a i had a safe word uh with my old boss and it was because there was me myself my boss was a woman and then my coworker was a woman and we were just it was too much some days for us because we weren't very feminine women but we were like able to argue women you know what i mean so we had mm-hmm. to have use the word watermelon we would having a watermelon day and we would prepare everybody to just be like, don't fucking argue with me. Cause you're not going to win today. <laughs> Even if you're right, you're not going to win. Like, so we just, we decided it was going to be a safe word. Watermelon. Watermelon. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Who doesn't love a good I, we, keep, we picked fruits. Both of us picked fruits. I know. <laughs> I can't weird. pick a fruit because I'm already a fruit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> me. me. That's your safe word. <laughs> me. <laughs> There's a stupid joke I told on one of my episodes. It's like, what do you call a paralyzed gay man? A fruit and a vegetable? <laughs> Wait, am I am I allowed to laugh at that? Yeah, I am. <laughs> if I can yeah. laugh at it, just laugh at yeah. it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> oh my God. Well, so this conversation has been hilarious. Um, all over. Like I said. <laughs> yeah we didn't talk anything about the topic we wanted that I to talk about to, which was fine we can do that's it. why we, we do don't again, do though. any preparation yeah. because we just like to see where things go and obviously right. it went the right way <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad it did because i am buzzed <laughs> takes a well huge this swing. is probably a good time for Adagirls then yeah let's do uh, that which is where we pat ourselves on the back or see something good that's happened to us recently we like to end the show on a positive note so we um just you know take a little moment to say something that we're proud of so sarah do you have anything top of mind are you ready to go with your girl? i am actually fairly proud of myself for it's not anything that i've done to advance myself in any way, shape or form, except for mentally speaking, like today I was able to recognize feelings and then like set them aside so I can get my job done, which I don't normally do. Usually I have to acknowledge my feelings and then sit in them and let them destroy my day. But I was really good at, uh, (laughs) I love that though. I love it when you just sit in your feelings and just let it ruin you. 
Maybe that's just me being kinky, but like, you know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed to yeah. do the kink day. I had a, I had a schedule oh. to keep, so. Uh, Girls gotta I, eat. Yeah, you know. So I was really proud of myself today for you know, managing to not let my personal emotions bleed into my business. And I didn't really get much done at work, but it, hey, at least I didn't. I wasn't a bitch to anybody. So there's that. I had a girl. I got that going for me. <laughs> Way to compartmentalize. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you see, that's my survival tactic. Uh, generally is just like, this is this and this is this. And you guys don't go in those boxes together. So now you're getting it. Um, so for me, uh, I recently had like some pretty big changes in my life and I am just really proud of myself of um, how I've handled it all. It really shows the amount of growth and emotional maturity that I've developed uh, just to still be so positive considering the events that happened. So. I'm being vague because I'm not quite sure what I'm allowed to say yet. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. Kind of like your your FAP situation or whatever. You know, <laughs> FAP, I, uh... <laughs> FAP yeah. the Tomato Republic, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I have that to, entire chain. I still have to watch what I say. I'm not sure what I can say, but um, I can, I can vouch for... myself on the back, though. Yeah, <laughs> I can vouch for the the remarkable face she's showing and the in the with the news that she received is just like i wouldn't i'd be in a much different space we would not be recording how's that Ooh, <laughs> a bitch oh is God. resilient Come yeah through. she's beyond resilient my middle at this name point. is resilience yes <laughs> and Ooh, she's tired that. her last name is fucking tired and so <laughs> i fingers crossed that you can move through the situation very quickly and i'm very proud of you at a girl <laughs> I identify as exhausted. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's my gender identity, exhaustion. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a meme recently or like a, a tweet or something um, where this girl was like, I never understood why my mom would just go lay down on her bed in the dark and not sleep. And now I get it. <laughs> Listen, it's the best. That's self-care. Yeah. That's... That's literally a resolution. I, hey. <laughs> I love I love how we are all now recognizing what our parents did and thought, oh, that's just an adult thing. And now you realize like, oh, no, that's a, I want to fucking rip their head off. Right that's a survival tactic is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I used to, to think out. that people watching was such an odd thing to do until I did it. I was like, you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. This is just code for me hunting for my future husband. But you know what? I get it. I get it. Your mannerisms are confusing to me, but I can appreciate them. I get Do you want to marry it, you me? Know? You know? Like watching all the gray sweatpants walk by and seeing those visible penis lines. I'm like, ooh. Future Mrs. Lagnon right there. Mm. Let me put a ring on not your finger. On that dangling. A cock ring. Oh, smart. <laughs> I like that. I like ring on a dangling. Ring I do too. Dangling. Get Beyonce to write this right now. We don't need Beyonce. We have you and me and Nicole. Hello. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll call up Richard. my people at Universal. Let's go. Thank we got you. Richard in the background for inspiration. Yeah. 
Richard the Giant Penis, everyone. You can go on to my Instagram, Sex Ed with Tim or Gay Slut Clown for a visual representation of Richard the Giant Penis. And there's like my porn right there too. <laughs> Tim, what's your at a girl or at a boy or however you want to identify? At a hole. Um, uh, at a hole. At a hole. Uh, let's see. So... I survived quarantine and didn't lose my sanity. Thank God. That's one. Um, we're I, still surviving. We're still surviving. Yay. Barely. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you feel like you've accomplished something, but it's still- <laughs> something like that. Um, and so, no, today's my last day of quarantine, which is great. So because of that, I was able to successfully arrange a threesome in two days. So that's oh. gonna be fun yeah i know it's I nice to have things to look forward to yeah and like are you a participant or just a coordinator <laughs> <laughs> listen i gotta be part of it i'm like i can't just I like get the kids I, together and like supervise I don't what know. am i, I don't know. Right. He's not i'm an usher a play date <laughs> is what I- yeah, he like, coordinated a play date. I feel like, well, and as you were describing your pimp to me, I was like, she's not really a pimp. She's more of like a coordinator. <laughs> she's not mean. She's not beating you for your money. Listen, she. <laughs> I, I had to charge her if she wants to beat me. Um. <laughs> and see, you have the ability to charge her. So she's not. Exactly. She's just a, she's just a coordinator. <laughs> Listen, the sex was great. And it was great enough to validate me being p- under her employee, which was like, you know what? Let's get this money, honey. Um, uh, so, yeah, I was able to arrange a threesome just after I survived quarantine. And before all you listeners judge me, we are all vaccinated and we are all safe and we are now COVID negative. So thank you. And it's there three people. Okay, it's only three go. people. That is two more than I'm, two less than I'm used to, really. I need more. God. <laughs> I have to go through my Rolodex. I was gonna say, oh, are you like, are you like a greedy lover, or are you like? I am. A, okay. I'm, I'm a greedy lover when it gets there, but I'm also like, I a am. very. Like, I, am. <laughs> I Fine print. <laughs> Fine print. Fine print. Um, no, uh, I'm very greedy and I'm very generous. So if any guys want a true versatile out there, you know who to call. <laughs> Where can they find you? Yeah, how they find you, Tim. <laughs> you can find me on tim.com and my Twitter and Instagram are at sexedwithtim. And my podcast, guess what? Sex Ed with Tim premieres, season two premieres January 13th. Uh, oh, uh, yay. And new episodes come out every other Thursday. So keep a lookout for that. How exciting. I, know. I just, I needed this so bad. I knew it. I already called it. I knew this convo so bad today. I'm so glad that you had expectations, and I hope I did not. I d- I never do. That's the best oh, part. I was just like, great. okay, we're gonna record, and then I met you in person or online. I was like, okay, here we go. It's gonna be great. Thanks for showing up. I have the same approach to penises. I'm like, don't show me your dick pic. I want to be surprised, whether it's like, <gasps> or just like, Aww. oh. <laughs> That's adorable. With the pinky wave. That's adorable. Like the Dr. Evil kind of thing. How, okay, one last question then. Yeah. Have you noticed a trend in penis size comparatively to other things? What? Wants <laughs> to know. If... Like, if, like, have you seen, have you experienced that like 
men above six feet generally have bigger dicks or like anything false. like that absolutely false like i have seen short guys with like the biggest wieners and then i've seen like tall guys with the shortest wieners it's like there's no controlling penis size there's really what about like, you know how people are like hand and you have big feet or big shoes nope. or whatever absolutely like, all you haven't seen any absolute scientific myth. evidence nope it's an absolute <laughs> myth although i did see this article i don't even know if it's really accurate but and it was done in like 2014 where the biggest measured penises are in brazil so hello rio de janeiro 2022 let's go <laughs> <laughs> well i'll have to add that to my bucket list <laughs> exactly. uh the like i think the average size of the male penis in brazilians is about seven inches so i'm like oh they got like two inches on everyone else mm, yeah exactly so i'm like <sighs> which is why i need a brazilian boyfriend Muito obrigado. you know portuguese like that's all i know <laughs> Just that much. <laughs> I know. To be seductive. <laughs> I know enough words in at least every language to like impress them. Like I studied your language a little bit. Can you teach me a little few things with your mouth? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you like after those couple of sentences, you're just using Google Translate to like. Oh, truly. Out. And it's I like... wonder how it appears. Like, oh, well, you know, there's apps for translating, so I wonder oh, yeah. how they like. But it, it's quite impressive. It. It's quite impressive because in 2019, I went to Greece and I took up a little bit of Greek before I went and I was able to pick up a few guys just like saying parakalo or like, um, uh, please and thank you. I'm like, ooh, that felt good in my mouth. I wonder how it feels when someone else is in my mouth. So I tried it at the bars and got a couple guys back into my hotel room. So it was a great, it was a great. It was a great Greek vacation. I was feeling my <laughs> Mamma Mia oats. I played ABBA the entire time. <laughs> give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> great. Oh, my God. Tim, this has been yeah. so much fun. Thank you. For a pleasure. It's been such a slice. It's been a treat. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, home ants out. Peace out, hoes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>